Welcome to At Least He Tells the Truth. I'm Blake Ashby. Today's podcast is on healthcare, the first of a series. This might be the most honesty you have ever heard about healthcare in one place. Now, mind you, that is a really low bar. Unfortunately, our conversation on healthcare is not characterized by a high degree of honesty at the moment. Instead, we get shadings of the truth and ducking the hard questions. Everybody does it, but at this moment in time, it's the Medicare for all people that are doing it the most, that have the most tenuous connection with the truth. But we will have to face the hard truth and answer the hard questions if we are ever going to fix our healthcare system. The hardest truth in healthcare is that we can't afford to spend an unlimited amount of money to save any one person. We just can't. At some point, we have to stop paying the healthcare cost to keep a person alive. That is the hardest truth in healthcare. We can't afford to keep everyone alive. Starting from that hard truth, we have four really hard questions. How much money do we spend to keep any one person alive? Do we spend the same amount for everyone or different amounts for different individuals? Does the amount we spend on a person depend on how responsible that person is? And finally, are the death committees that decide how much to spend to keep a person alive run by the government or by private insurance companies? Those are the four hardest questions in healthcare. And they all start from that one hard truth. We can't afford to save everyone. We just can't. Insurance companies make easy targets to blame for healthcare costs. But the insurance companies are the least responsible for these cost increases. Instead, it comes down to two factors, technology and utilization. Healthcare costs have skyrocketed in the United States, going from about 12% of our economy in 1990 to almost 18%, almost $3 trillion a year. Every year, doctors come up with new procedures to fix maladies we used to have to live with and new technologies to save people that once would have died. 90 years ago, people died from diabetes. In the 1960s, most children born with hemophilia didn't make it to adulthood. Now, the average life expectancy for a hemophiliac is almost 60 years. In the 1970s, if your knee gave out, you spent the rest of your life walking with a cane. Now, the knee can be replaced. The miracles of medical technology have increased life expectancies and improved quality of life. But miracles come with a price tag. Replacing a knee costs $50,000. Managing a severe case of hemophilia can cost over $400,000 a year. Keeping an early premature baby alive often costs over a million dollars just in the first year of the baby's life and several million more before the child is out of diapers. The extreme cost of these procedures is reflected in our healthcare spending. 1% of our population consumes about 22% of our spending. The top 5% consume about half of the three trillion we spend and the life-saving potential and cost of medical technology is still accelerating. It's nice to think that as a wealthy nation, we can afford to pay any amount to keep our citizens alive, but we can't. More money spent on healthcare means less money spent on education or fixing roads. We do not have an unlimited amount of money to spend on healthcare. Already, we spend twice as much on healthcare as other nations, and if costs keep increasing, it will eventually bankrupt our country. At some point, we as a society have to decide how much money we will spend to save any one person. The Medicare for All crowd seems to suggest that ending private insurance 
and moving to a government monopoly will somehow bring magical change to our healthcare system, improving efficiencies and decreasing costs. It won't. There are no magical answers. And this is my frustration with the Medicare for All crowd. The more time we spend arguing about magical answers, this fantasy world in which they live, the less time we spend addressing the hard questions. And we will have to answer these questions. It is being forced on us by medical technology. There are a flood of new treatments being reviewed by the FDA, which will cost literally a half a million dollars per treatment. Yes, gene therapies that will cost a half a million dollars for the treatment and then require hundreds of thousands of dollars more in follow-up costs. No amount of magical thinking by the Medicare for All crowd is going to change that reality. At some point very soon, we will have to have a real-world conversation about how much we can afford to spend to save any one person. These are hard, hard questions, and there are human beings behind these numbers. A few years back, I was talking to a lady at a coffee shop about healthcare costs, and suddenly she just burst out crying. Her mother's insurance company had initially denied a cancer treatment, and by the time they finally relented, the cancer had spread and it was too late. Any conversation we have about the cost of care will have an impact eventually on someone's life. It just will. There is nothing we can do to change that. But we won't make any progress on health care unless we start from the real world, unless we start from the acknowledgement that we cannot afford to spend an unlimited amount of money to save any one person. Thanks for listening.